0: Welcome back to the Wiki Wacky Radio Show. I'm your host, Reed. And I'm Frank. Today, we're going to be talking about colors and sounds and what people sometimes refer to as color noises. Uh, Frank, I'm sure you've heard of white noise.
1: I have heard of white noise, for sure. Most people have. Probably Um, the most common noise.
0: Yep. Um, It's... Most people might usually just recognize it as kind of like static, the sound of static. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people use it more casually, just to kind of mean background noise, stuff like that. Well, I'm sure you may not know, others may not know, that there are other colors of sound. No, I was not originally
1: aware of this. I mean, you did bring it to my attention before this recording, but... Um No I hadn't ever heard of this before it, It's very interesting to me
0: Right I hadn't really either Until Um I downloaded an app Called White Noise And it's mostly like An app that plays A bunch of random sounds For people to use While they're sleeping Or just as background noise And stuff like that And it has In it Different Uh Color noises Um other than just white noise, as a couple other uh, commonly recognized color sounds.
1: Hey, can I say one thing though? Sure. I did want to say, um, you know, I asked you before we went on air if there were like certain, uh, if you were going to list like the. Do you remember what I said? The particular wavelengths or whatever. Uh, like the frequency. Frequency. The yeah. frequency of it. Because, I mean, it did make sense to me, though, even though I'd never heard of it from an audio perspective, Uh I wanted to make that distinction. You know, color is in a spectrum, and I was aware of that and about different wavelengths of light. Right. But um, I had never heard of it in this sense, in an auditory sense. I wasn't familiar with that.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up, because I wanted to mention that the other... Colors get their names Because Of uh, The auditory Frequency you know, When you look at the you know, the Sound waves and the frequency waves Of the audio It closely mirrors Um The color and the Light wave uh, Frequency Right like in
1: that spectrum Right so
0: yeah, yeah basically if you were to look at Uh the color orange, and compare its frequency to an audio sound. Yeah, get like where it is
1: on that spectrum. Right, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what
0: you'd end up with.
1: Yeah, because it's like a comparison of spectrums, isn't it? Right, The sound yeah. spectrum to the the visual spectrum. Right,
0: yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to play the... Uh, sound and for Frank, and he's going to guess what color it is out of the
1: well i'm going to do my best. yes. nobody <laughs> said I would guess them i'm going to attempt to guess
0: them right well, it'll he, be a yeah. true guess. right, uh, but the five main colors are of course, white noise there's also brown, pink, violet or purple, and blue uh, so we'll I'll play. One of those at a time, and then Frank's going to guess from the list which one he thinks it is. And are you ready for the first one?
1: I suppose I am.
0: Okay.
1: right. well, to me... And I just want to go ahead and be honest because I don't want to be biased. I did hear that one in the warm-up as we warmed up. I have not heard all of these. Sure. But I did hear that one in the warm-up. And I even already had this thought the first time I heard it that it sounds to me like waves on a beach. That's what it makes me think of. Right. And for me, I would associate that with blue. Okay. So that's where I'm at with that one. That's my guess. All
0: right. Do you want me to reveal the answer now, or do you want me to go through them all and see which one? I
1: suppose, I mean, you know, in a sense, we want to drag this out because we want to have material and go for a certain length. But I also don't really want to drag it out. I'd like to know if I'm right or wrong because <laughs> I don't want to guess blue again. Uh,
0: hmm. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and tell you. It, it was not blue. That okay. one was brown noise, or also known as Brownian noise, which comes from uh, a fella's last name.
1: Brownian?
0: Yes, I'll I can give you the spelling if you'd like sure. for a second. Hold on. So
1: it's not B-R-O-W-N?
0: Um, it is... Do, 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 do. B-R-O-W-N... I, a, and,
1: yeah, that's interesting So it does have the color in the name
0: Right Okay,
1: yeah. Brownian Very well, interesting
0: Right uh, It's also sometimes referred to as a red noise um, And the little blurb I got about it Is um, It has Well, um, as I mentioned It's Brownian noise Or brown noise Sometimes also known as red noise Red noise Yeah, red noise It has an increasing intensity Or, sorry, a decreasing intensity With increasing increasing frequency It sounds like a low rumble And sometimes used for relaxi- relaxation And to help people sleep
1: Yeah, to me it sounds like waves on the ocean That's what it sounds like Right So,
0: very interesting Yeah, I think it kind of does sound like uh, ocean uh, waves also
1: Well, you know, there's something interesting about this, you know, as far as the whole like visual spectrum. I mean, because that's what I'm more familiar with. I've had to take art classes before as part of my education, both in elementary school and, you know, in higher education. I Mm -hmm. I even had to take art in college. Um, So I'm kind of familiar with the visual spectrum and, you know, the rainbow, as you will. I've seen through a prism and all of that, how uh, white light you know, through a prism becomes the whole spectrum of color, visible color, they call them. And also one of the things that I was peripherally aware of and this project made me think of was like this sort of disorder or phenomena called synesthesia. And are you familiar with that?
0: Um, I mean, I've heard of it. Uh, I'm not all that familiar with it.
1: Well, it's where like the people who have synesthesia um, can like experience colors when listening to music or right. they say things like they can see shapes when they smell certain scents mm-hmm. or they perceive tastes when they look at certain words Right. or whatever. So it's this weird phenomena where people uh, it's like an associative disorder right where people make these weird associations with um you know colors and and sounds and Mm -hmm. tastes and
0: your perceptions basically right i feel like i've heard john mayer has that really i don't know it could be a rumor well that's pretty cool
1: because one of the other quips that I have here is that the earliest recorded case of synesthesia is attributed to philosopher John Locke
0: oh, who in 16
1: I know very interesting huh too I mean he has a lot to do with the other channel and uh-huh. with our conservative uh political inclinations Right So um it's interesting to be bringing up John Locke here just right? yeah. as a random Wiki Wacky, uh, you know, sort of thing. Connection. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. But in 1690, he made a report about, and you know, you were just saying red noise. I thought that was interesting. Uh-huh. He um, made a report about a blind man who said that he experienced the color scarlet hmm. when he heard the sound of a trumpet. Interesting. That is interesting, isn't yeah. it? Because you can see how specifically like um, associative the disorder can be, right. because it was a trumpet sound. It's not even like I think it would make more sense if it was like the, the A note, the note of A, and he heard scarlet, or you heard B, and you thought of green or whatever. That would make more sense to me because of the frequencies, the note frequencies or whatever. Right. But just trumpets in general made him think of the color scarlet. Right. You see what I'm saying? But it yeah. is interesting, you know, that John Locke would make note of that and yeah. um, that it would be contributed into the canon of literature about synesthesia and whatever it is. Because they yeah. don't, I think they call it a phenomenon. It's not like a disorder or anything.
0: Right. Yeah. I got what you mean. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting,
0: too. Right. It's pretty cool. Uh, Are you ready for the next color? I am. Okay, let me get it ready here. All right, what do you think?
1: I'm not gonna lie. Uh huh. To me, that just sounds like traditional white noise.
0: All right. So what you go with? That's well, what I'm going with, yeah. Nope, that is violet or purple noise.
1: Interesting. Yep.
0: And this is what I got about it.
1: Well, do you want to hear something funny about that? Sure. Do you know that that's a cat's favorite color? A cat? Yeah.
0: Cats like purple?
1: Pur-
0: uh, purple. <laughs> Of course, cats like purple. Yeah, that's a
1: cat's favorite color. I'm surprised I didn't get it right. <laughs>
0: Cause you like cats so much.
1: Cause I was dying to tell that joke. Oh. I was looking for an opportunity.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Uh, um,
1: can't believe I can't even
0: pick out honest white noise. Well, I thought I had that one. No, nope, I mean. Uh, I mean, I won't. They are. I mean, I guess to the average person who's not used to already hearing them, I you know you really wouldn't know what to think. But um let's see. What do we got about purple noise? Uh, all right, all right. Violet noise, or also known as purple noise, has increasing intensity. With increasing frequency It has a higher Energy at higher frequencies And is used In audio and noise Testing Hmm. Um, I don't have any examples I wish I did because that would be pretty neat Um, But a lot of these Sounds are uh, used In like um, Audio engineering And telecommunications Um, And from My understanding it's basically, to test s- signals, essentially.
1: Makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of different... You know, like, I, I deal with radios at work, mm-hmm. and I think about that all the time, about how interesting it is to wonder if somebody could just bring a Motorola walkie-talkie in and audit our radio chatter. Right. You know? Like, I just think about stuff like that, or they just built a new plant right near us. And I wonder if they have radios and how come their stuff doesn't ever interfere with our stuff or could it, you right. know? So it's interesting to think that you'd want to keep certain channels for certain things, like maybe the satellites run on a certain frequency and the mm-hmm. radio towers run on a certain frequency and the train, the trains run on a certain right, frequency yeah. and the planes run on a certain frequency and whatever, you know? I mean... Like you said, it's sort of a shame that we don't have the specific examples, but it does make a certain sort of reasonable amount of sense that there would be these different bandwidths and that you would check these different levels or channels or whatever, you know, frequency ability, you might say. Right, and like
0: telecommunications, um, I don't know if it is exactly true, but to me it makes sense that they might use... One like a sound, like one of these to you know test if, uh, you know, if like a signal is being carried through because all they need to do is test if sound can be received from one end to another,
1: right? And I think, just in like I'm saying, I mean, I'm just one man talking and I don't know what I'm talking about, but. It seems like as backups, too. Yeah. Like maybe you regularly communicate on this frequency, but if something were to happen, a tower were to go down, or whatever, this or that, you could go switch to a different frequency or you know, speak in purple noise on the purple channel or, right. or whatever instead of whatever the regular frequency is or right.
0: whatever. Whatever I mean. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. All right. Do you want to go for another one? Yes, I do. Okay. One moment. Speech on.
1: You know, and just while you're getting the next one lined I, up, I, 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 I th- I'd like to say that I think it's very neat what we're zero, doing ten. here and Sound how, um, Sound you know, the folks at home get to hear as well this these different colored frequencies. Yeah. Um, because I wonder. I bet that they would. The folks at home would have the same experience that I would. You know, trying to guess these like you've sort of form your own associations with them and right. i bet people might feel differently than i am and might have guessed different colors and obviously i've been wrong right. two in a row so <laughs> far so <laughs> right. but i think this is sort of a neat different sort of um episode that we're doing today yeah,
0: yeah it's uh, it's definitely pretty cool how you know in this particular episode it'll be pretty easy at least somewhat as far as the editing goes, because I'm playing these sounds right into the recording. I'm not going to be adding them in later. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so that'll, that'll be pretty neat to find out how well it actually turns out at the end. Uh, but are you ready for your sound? I sure am. Okay.
1: Alright, I again am going to guess white noise, and we're going to see how, just how bad at this I am.
0: Oh, uh, pretty bad. Oh my god, That gosh. was not white noise. Okay, well then, can I
1: guess again? You, yes, you may. Can I say it was pink noise? You may not.
0: Oh my gosh. You can't keep guessing because you're running out of colors Alright, I won't guess. Uh, That one was my favorite one. Blue noise. Blue noise Yep that one was blue uh, I like to use it uh, to go to sleep Sometimes uh, I like it I think it's uh, Kind of soft Compared to Light noise And uh, I enjoy Listening to it while I'm sleeping uh, But let's see What my little blurb is About blue noise here Alright Blue noise, also known as azure noise, which is A-Z-U-R-E, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, is the opposite of pink noise. It has more energy at higher frequencies. With the energy doubling with each octave, Uh, blue noise is often used in audio applications and for testing purposes. See, and that's. For me, I like sleeping.
1: That's so interesting to me that you would just say octaves, you know, and speaking a musical term. Right. Because that's a scale as well, or like a spectrum, uh-huh. you know? Um, I think that's so neat. And uh, one of the cool things, you know, like before I was talking about synesthesia, um, I guess there's like a bunch of different types of synesthesia. And one of the things that I read is that, you know, it can occur between nearly any two senses. Right. Um, and it says that nearly every logical possibility of combinations and experiences can occur, even though some are more common than others. Right. Huh. So isn't that kind of interesting that our wiring and people's smell can be associated with their thinking? I mean, because it makes sense. Everything's routed through the brain, but. Right.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting to think about that because it's really not hard for our brains to be tricked despite what our senses are trying to tell us. One of my favorite examples is, um, oh, I was probably in high school or so, uh, I grabbed a can of something to drink out of the kitchen uh, I thought I had to grab a can of Mountain Dew. Well, I took it back to my room, opened it up, took a drink, and then I was watching TV. A few minutes go by, took another drink, set it back down. And not until after I've already taken the second drink did I realize I didn't have a can of Mountain Dew at all. It was Pepsi. No, I think it was like a can of iced tea or something like that. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the whole... First time I took a drink, I no nothing ever registered in my brain. Like, hey, that wasn't Mountain Dew that you were expecting.
1: Well, I know you and I have had multiple conversations on this. I mean, you were a psych major back in college, and um, I remember talking to you about how people's perceptions of time.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: You know, and I was a philosophy minor. I only you know took classes in philosophy, but um, one of the textbooks. Well, I found it in the library. It wasn't one that I had to read as part of any course, but I found an old textbook called Perception in Everyday Life. Uh And that's really what this is, isn't it? It's just what you perceive. And that's another way to put that is the associations that your brain makes with certain stimuli. So right, it is interesting, um, you know, the sort of perceptions that we form and that we make. Yeah. I know one of your favorites was with time, right? And how, to some people, 15 minutes can feel like an hour. Right, And yeah. to other people, an hour can feel like three hours. Right. You know, and how easily people miscalculate and misjudge time. Right, yep. Um, but I think this is kind of interesting, too. Um, mine is sort of, e- like you were talking about, how easy it is for a mind to... Convince itself of something Sort of the placebo Right effect, Sort yeah. of phenomena Um I think that's absolutely Fascinating Um Right Just like this whole thing You know
0: Yeah It is It is pretty fascinating You got a You got a joke Nope You don't have a joke Not about blue I don't <laughs> Oh uh, Okay Well then I guess Are you ready for The next sound I am. Uh, Okay, let me get ready here.
1: Now, that's got to be pink, I would think.
0: It was pink. All right. Uh, Finally got one. Right. I figured since... The last one, when we did blue, it said it was the opposite of pink. I thought I'd play pink (laughs) to see if you might have had a comparison. Or noticed any comparison, rather. Um,
1: I just know that, to me, it sounds the opposite of what it keeps saying. Like, to me, that sounds high energy.
0: Really? Yeah. I think it kind of sounds a little softer compared to blue. I don't know, that one makes
1: me feel better, and I usually like upbeat stuff and upbeat sounds, and, um, I don't know. That one makes me feel better than the last one.
0: Oh, interesting. All right, well, let's see what we got to say about pink here. Uh, Is that it? There it is. All right, pink noise. Pink noise has equal energy per octave. Which means each octave carries an equal amount of power. In other words, the lower frequencies uh, have more energy than the higher ones. It sounds deeper and is also u- is often used in audio testing and as a calming background noise.
1: I again am fascinated by some of the language you're using, you know, like frequency. did you uh, say frequency?
0: Um, probably did
1: because it just makes me wonder. Like like I asked you, I'd be interested to know like what the frequencies are for these, and if it lines up like the electromagnetic frequency lines up in any way with the visual frequency, because I think it's also labeled in some kind of you know I don't know if it's Hertz or what on earth it's yeah labeling, um but.
0: I thought about trying to include the frequencies but. Um I couldn't understand it enough to really want to be able to try to present them here. I
1: understand that that they, there is a certain technical aspect to it, right. but I just would be interested to see if there's any association well, with I was, the visual. I was colors. gonna say,
0: um I will have in the show notes and in, in the description uh a link to a Wikipedia page about the color sounds and they have uh, I think examples of how The frequencies compare to each other
1: That's neat And so I'd like to see Even yeah. if there's a layering in If you could do a layering in If somebody's already done one Of the music scale And how those notes fall The way you keep talking about octave, right? Right? The octave yeah. There's so much power Or whatever, whatever you just said a second ago well, Right
0: Yeah <clears throat> But that one was Pink noise um, All right,
1: well, I'm excited to hear the next one.
0: Okay, well let's uh, let me get that ready here. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All
1: right, I'm gonna go out on a limb here
0: and uh-huh. say gray noise. <laughs> gray noise. That one was white noise. Oh, my gosh. Because... <laughs> uh,
1: you know how bad I wanted to say white noise. But I've already said white noise like three <laughs> times or something like that.
0: Well, yep. That one was the white noise. The official, uh, I guess, standard, if you will. Or so
1: we finally had white noise. We've had red noise. Yep, we've we've done had them all. blue noise. So let me ask you a question. If the red house... Is on the left. Uh huh. And the blue house is on the right. Uh huh. Where's the White House?
0: On at 1800 Pennsylvania Avenue.
1: I thought it was 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Right, whatever. But yes, it's in Washington, D.C. That's where the White House is.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a little dad joke humor there. <laughs> <in play. laughs> I'm pretty clever, though.
1: I thought so, and I got to pepper back in that we did red noise technically, uh-huh. also known as brown noise or yeah. brownian noise. That's right. Somebody's been taking notes. And you might also say that I'm a brownian person, brown noser. Brown, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, I can be in certain situations.
0: I'm a I'm an A student. Great A. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all of the colors that I had sounds for. Uh, There are two other colors that are commonly recognized, but I don't have sounds for them.
1: Well, would you tell me what they are one at a time?
0: I will tell you one at a time. The first one is gray noise.
1: Gray noise, the one I just guessed. Yeah, the
0: one you guessed.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting. Let me ask you something about that.
0: All right. Could you
1: tell me when is a black dog? Not a black dog.
0: When he's covered in mud.
1: When it's a (laughs) greyhound. It could be black, Uh, I guess. But it's still a greyhound.
0: That's funny. That's a good one. More dad humor. Alright, let's... So this is what I got about. Any, oh, you do oh, have something? Ahead. Yeah, I do. Uh, I got what I was gray ask noise and you, black
1: noise. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Okay. Um, Gray noise. Oh, I'm just now realizing I didn't read the little blurb about white noise, folks. Oh, yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. Let me go do that real quick. I know quick.
1: it's used a lot in telecommunications.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You
1: know, one of the things I definitely associate with white noise, yeah. if you don't mind me saying so, uh-huh. is the movie Poltergeist. That okay. I think came out in like the eighties, probably or something. Interesting. Yeah, but um, at the beginning, you know, the TVs used to go off at a certain time every night. Right. Like I'll just say eleven p.m. Let's say I'm I am probably wrong, but at a certain hour. They would play the national anthem and the TVs, the stations would stop broadcasting. Uh huh. And all that would play was white noise after that part. And if you didn't turn your TV off, it would just play white noise until they started broadcasting again the next mm. day. And that, the white noise and the stopping of the broadcasting plays a big part in the movie Poltergeist. Interesting. Yep.
0: I feel like there is some movie called White Noise, but I'm not sure.
1: Oh, I'm sure there was. That sounds like a cool title.
0: Yeah. All right, but white noise. White noise is a signal that has equal intensity at different frequencies, meaning it contains all frequencies in the same proportion.
1: Very neat. Uh, well.
0: So it's like white color
1: in a way it contains all the frequencies.
0: Exactly. It sounds uh like a hiss and is often used in various applications such as sound masking. Uh that's all I have.
1: That would make sense in in a lot of ways to me too. Right. That these, you know, the brown noise would be like a sub frequency or a lower frequency within uh-huh. the range. And white is all of them put right. together, sort exactly. of like the whole orchestra, whereas these individual colors are like individual instruments or sections within. Right. And it makes sense. You know, we're talking about octave and white noise and white color and the spectrum and all that. That's This is all very sort of um, makes you think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely is pretty fascinating. I thought so. That's why I wanted to do do an episode on it. I
1: think it's a good segment. Yeah. All right, but one more. Yeah.
0: Well, we gotta go back to gray and black noise now. I didn't uh, didn't get to those because I remembered we skipped over the bit about white noise.
1: Yep. So gray noise. What? Yes. Okay. Gray
0: noise. Uh, gray noise is designed to have equal equal loudness across all frequencies. It aims to match the way humans perceive loudness, um, uh making it useful in applications where flat frequency responses uh response is desired. I'm not sure what that means. A lot of technical I know, talk.
1: It would be interesting though, yeah where flat frequencies is required. Well, that would just speak to specific applications. Like I was saying before, you wonder if that would be like sonar technologies or right. something to do with satellites. or
0: right.
1: I, It's so interesting to me what the applications for these things might be. And I wish, I mean, maybe we'll have some future segment where we follow up on this or sure. something. But it would be neat to sort of know what the practical side of all this is
0: yeah like a real world example uh-huh yeah um all right the last one black noise uh black noise or i uh hold on uh, some letters here i n f r a noise or sound uh refers to very low frequencies uh that is typically below the range Of human hearing. Uh, It is often associated with seismic activities and other natural phenomena.
1: That is so cool. All of what you just said. Because it helps illustrate that there would be practical implications for these. A like you were able to give an example for this one seismic activity and stuff Uh like that and that makes sense it's so low it's like in the earth yeah you
0: you only really feel it yeah you're
1: not really hearing it exactly and just like with light there are certain colors of light that we cannot see with the human eye with Mm -hmm. the naked eye right so that makes sense too that there are things that would fall outside the spectrum but would still be on the spectrum we would still know about them through research data we would know that there are still these lower frequencies, even though we can't detect them.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: very cool. Right. And I would just ask you, as one last little. Sure. To end on a little silly note here. <laughs> okay. So, we've did white. I guessed it a million times. We finally worked <laughs> our way all the way through to black. And I would ask you, what is
0: black and white?
1: And makes a lot of noise. Black and white. It
0: makes a lot of noise. Uh, I don't know about this one. I know what's black and white and red all over.
1: A newspaper.
0: Yeah. But black and white. And makes a lot of makes noise. Makes a lot of noise. By the way, it makes a lot of A zebra. A zebra with a drum. <laughs> really? Yep. Oh, right. I got half of it. You sure did. That's cool. A zebra. Of course, what else is black and white? A penguin with a drum. Oh, so yeah, some penguins. I guess a polar bear. Polar bear's got black noses. Does that count? With a drum. But they're not even technically white. They got to have a
1: drum or some instrument, a noise Right, maker. yeah, they got to make a
0: noise, of yeah. course, of
1: course. Make a lot of noise. Right. right. But so, yeah, that's all I got on that one. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll follow up. There's I know there's all these types of synesthesia, and the, and that's sort of fascinating to me, too, right? how the brain can mismatch. Perception's always been cool to me. Right, yeah. You know, learning the more technical side and the real-world applications for these things. I mean, maybe there's a future episode here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll have to try to return to it at some point. Especially if uh, the listeners provide us with some feedback and let us know that uh, they'd like to know what uh, some of these applications are for the sounds and such.
1: You took the words right out of my mouth because I was going to ask the people. Yes. If you care, let us know. Let us know if you liked this episode. Yeah. You can leave us a comment. Send us an email. Uh, go to our web page um, right
0: let it leave a comment on the post on our website and let us know what uh, how many colors you got right as you were guessing along with Frank
1: is this a topic that you were already familiar with right maybe you work in some field where you deal with some different sounds yeah types of sounds different colors you know maybe this is uh, a subject you're very familiar with right we'd be Interested to hear from any of you.
0: Exactly. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and many other popular platforms. You can also subscribe to our channel on YouTube. There will be links in the show notes.
1: We hope you might share us with a friend You know, a loved one, a grandma, a grandparent, an aunt, uncle. Uh, We hope maybe you'll give us a thumbs up or a heart wherever you're interacting with this. And as always, we thank you for listening.